0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Anonymous Addiction. And please don't forget to subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, Anonymous Addiction at My Truth About AA, as Bobby C. sees it, private group. And I'm also on Instagram. And this is how I met, I think it's this way I point. This is how I met this young lady over here on Instagram, because she was doing a live with um, some other gentleman that I met, Unconquered Healing, that lives in Florida and I'm just like curious about all this stuff you know as soon as I hear something it like strikes my my mind and it's, it's a little sometimes it's controversial with 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 you know we're going against the stream most of the time in my right. podcast so um I'm just going to let Darcy introduce herself and let let her tell you how she can get a hold of you
1: yep well thanks for having me Bobby and uh, yeah my name is Darcy Seegers um and um you know there, there's a, a lot I could I could talk about but I'll start with um probably what got your attention I was I was doing a live with um I believe you say his name Rainy Rainy. Um, Rainy I think so um I pronounced it wrong at first but um yeah we he caught my attention because he was kind of trying to um, educate people um, on some things that he experienced uh, through AA um, or NA, 12 steps, whatever. And, I, and I've, I've been a part of that, not as much as he was, but I, I am familiar. So I saw some of the similarities and talking about like um, mainstream um, mental health, it, which is what I speak about. Um, and then also, you know, mainstream addiction, um, treatment, um, and, um, you know, and for me, part of my, um, you know, recovery and treatment, um, just getting better healing growth has been not, um, thinking necessarily in binaries, but, um, thinking, um, in a, a non-dualistic way. And so, um, you know, I try I try not to say, you know, anything's all good or all bad, but um give people options. And so that's kind of what I've been doing um through Instagram. And my my handle is Red River Riding Hood. Um, you can also find me. Um, I have another handle, um uh Liminal Mental Health, which is my organization that I've created and just got off the ground. And that that's um, Page is not as well developed as Red River Riding Hood because I just started it, but um, you can you can find some stuff there too. But um, but yeah, I just started probably in I um, think uh, 2020 started talking more about my story. I just felt like that was the next thing to do. It was part of um, me shedding shame around having a bipolar one diagnosis. Um, and um, you know, wanting other people to know that there is hope for healing um, and there's help out there. It's hard to find sometimes. And that's, that's again, why I started Liminal Mental Health um, as a consultant and as a mentor to help people um, find help when maybe they think they're stuck in the mainstream mental health system because you don't have to be, you don't have to be. Um, but yeah, I just started, You know, I made my, my account public started talking some about, um, you know, my experience with mental health and I try to keep it to my experience because we're unique individuals. Um, and if, you know, part of what I have to say doesn't resonate or doesn't resonate at the time, then, you know, you can move on and maybe find something that, that does resonate, um, that comes out of my mouth as well. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing, but I think, you know, even, even, um, you know, some people that aren't so great influences in our lives, we can, we can find teachers anywhere, you know, if, if we want to. Um, and so, yeah, I started talking about my experience and then also started, uh, talking about like some of the harms that, um, I believe the, um, the pharmaceutical companies are, um, are, you know, um, are doing, um, and it's, you know, really become like almost a culture. Part of our culture is big pharma. And I'm not saying like, you know, I will, I will take antibiotics. If I have a a rowdy case of strep throat, I'm not saying I don't, I'll take Advil from time to time. Um, And so I'm not saying, you know, meds aren't good. Sometimes we just need to be aware and aware of those influences and um, what's behind that.
0: Let me, let me, let me jump in real quick because I follow you. I follow you everything you're saying, it's kind of, you know, it's strange. People, some people like they'll listen to different podcasts and I'll say, mm. wow, this one's copying this one. You know, yeah. this one, this one here must've got this. Inf- they're, 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 there's no copying. it's amazing when we, when, when truth gets revealed to us and we listen to someone else, that's kind of like-minded that's mm-hmm. been in a journey and yep. been through experience and been through their journey, their own experience, because I believe we're professionals in our own life's journey. I fully believe that. And you met, you hit a couple, I I have one question. Have you ever been in any type of a a program where you went like to group? Yeah,
1: I've I've been, um, you know, like I said, I have gone to 12-step um, programs and, and, you know, whether I was a, you know, whether I was was an alcoholic or not, I was depending on alcohol to, you know, try to balance my nervous system, which I didn't realize at the time, that's what I was doing. Um, and then, but my major addiction, I would, and I call this an addiction because it has those addictive components, but self-harm was, um, one of my addictions that I didn't start until, um, Gosh, I'm 44 now. I probably started it like when I was 38, when all the trauma started to to come up. But so I went to 12 Step for that. Um, You know, I'm currently um, a part of an online um, group right now. It's it's not um, addiction and it's not mental health. It's more of a... um, kind of a, a growth transformation journey type of, of group that really I'm I'm there to observe and to to learn because um, you know I, I may start to implement some of those groups myself um, depending on what direction I want to go to. Um, and then you know like I went to a treatment center for about or 45 days. And um, there was a lot of groups there, which um, was really hard for me. Um, and I, I still prefer smaller groups and one-on-one work when I'm really, um, you know, hitting that that deep soul work. Um, but yeah, so and and probably more groups, but those are some of them. Yeah.
0: Okay, so good. So you, you know, I, I really relate to that, because 38 years ago, I went into a 12 step program. And yeah. uh, I've been in involved with a lot of different, you know, different types of programs, even back like 38 years ago, the word codependency, you know, yeah, uh, it was, you know, way back then with the uh, Bradshaw and, and different types of mm, yeah, holistic familiar. programs. yeah. And then they had the uh, Al-Anon and then the Codependence mm-hmm. Anonymous, uh, you know, CODA. And then they had the adult children of alcoholics and did a right. lot of inner work, inner child work way, way, way yeah. back then. But today, we're, what do you think about the word codependency today? What would you, if, if I had, mm-hmm. if you had to use a different word what would you? What would? What, what word might go with that word? Oh, that's
1: that's a great question. I don't know if I have anything a, a word replacement. I mean, kind of what it it means to me is, um, you know, my experience. the The first phrase that comes up, and this has been said a lot, you know, in in some of the health freedom circles. But um, outsourcing my power would would be a phrase that I would use for for being codependent. For you know, there, there's there's at least two parties always involved in codependency. It's you know, um, you know there could be, and and gosh, you and I talked some about language, and so um, you know, it, it's um, kind of difficult to choose the right words because we can use the same language, and we could be taking different meanings from this. But usually, there's somebody with some narcissistic. Um, um, you know, features, and then there's somebody who is, you know, enmeshed or codependent or, um, you know, outsourcing their power to that person with narcissistic um, type features. I don't want to call them a a full-blown narcissist because I probably have some narcissistic um, features that I'm working on, but I don't think I'm a narcissist at all.
0: Would you, would you tend to say that, uh, let's say just, we'll use the word because the word is being used a lot today, shadow work, the oh yeah shatter, the shadow work that yeah. we do, do you, would you tend to kind of maybe agree with me if if i said it was a self-analysis at lifetime almost you know like a, even a, even a lifetime practice
1: yeah i mean because yes uh, i would i would say that and you know and um and I, I see inner child work or parts work or shadow work. It's all kind of the same thing. It's looking at things you don't want to look at. You know, it could be your weakness, your limitations, um, some, some uh, messages, some programming that somebody has, you know, given us that isn't really ours, but now we're holding it um and and that continues you know I, I say that i have healed from bipolar disorder and i'm still healing because that goes into what is bipolar disorder anyway which i just think it's a a, a group of symptoms um essentially that that gets labeled and i could talk all day about that because that, that's that's a that's a game changer that's you
0: know what that's that's say that's beautiful because See, first of all, the audience really doesn't know what's in our heads, and through right. our experience and in our body, minds, and spirit. So right. that you can you don't, you you can only assume what we know in our yeah. in our bodies. But boy, that is that is a biggie for me. You know that that's yeah. a biggie. Just just to touch base on that that shadow work sure. or that codependency, yeah. because I still suffer with that today. Yeah. and I don't I don't really like the word codependent, but especially with my children still and my grandchildren Mm -hmm. okay and it's like years ago we used I I went to this group and we used to we used to talk about uh inner inner work and we used to say that we would go back into the cave Mm, when I said we we go back into the cave and even the word denial you know I'm not even thrilled about that but if people can understand it but we Mm -hmm. go back into this thing where everything's okay until it happens again. And then I get caught back up. I, yeah. I'm saying yeah. I, I get caught back up in again. And where I have to step back, you know, always stepping back, looking and saying, wow, you know, how did how did how did this happen again? Even right. though I'm even though I'm okay with it, it's almost like I want to, you know, because like children, you know, I'm I'm older. I'm an older guy here, everybody, you know. So I have grandchildren, five grandchildren, and I t- to have two daughters, but I still fall back into it because yeah. I, I, it's almost like a need as a father, mm-hmm. you know. And and sometimes stepping back and stepping away and letting go is is not as easy as it all sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just want to let the audience know, I still deal with that today.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, you know, so for me, um, you know, I, I had one, I would say big, uh, you know, crisis and whether it was an identity crisis or a spiritual emergence or um, an emotional crisis, however you want to look at it, you know, of course it was labeled by the medical system as a medical emergency and I had, a you know, they, they said I had a chemical imbalance, which, By the way, I I mean, I feel like I need to post this every day. The chemical imbalance theory behind mental health is only a theory. It has never ever been proven. And it certainly hasn't been proven in me. You know, there's no blood test, there's no brain scan that can prove this. And so often we get um, these very scientific explanations about our symptoms, but there's no scientific proof. And so that's not science guys, you know, that's, that's, that's a lie. That's manipulation. And I, and I'm not saying like, I love my psychiatrist. I don't see her anymore, but I still check in every now and then because um, even though we had some um, differing opinions on on some things, she did support my, my med taper, which I essentially led because most psychiatrists don't really know how to safely um, get people off the meds that they've been, they've put people on. Um, and, you know, but she she moved with me on that and kind of let me listen to my body, which is is, is vital to that process um, and became like my biggest cheerleader after kind of doubting me. And so I I'm not saying doctors are bad people. Um, a lot of doctors need to do some shadow work and they need to be trauma informed and they haven't done their own work. And so they panic when somebody comes in like me and is, you know, um, like very symptomatic with what people call bipolar symptoms. Um, you know, I just seem kind of like erratic out of control, but yeah, I mean, years of trauma are coming up. So yeah, of course I am, but you know, they're, 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 um, you know, the way they want to fix that situation is to give you medication because it's, it seems easy and it is, it's easy for them to prescribe medication. Here's the meds, wash their hands of you. Um, but guess who, who gets, that load is is the patient and i'm not saying like some people report that medications have helped them um, but then what does that mean have helped them you know it it depends on what you're going for you know if for me if i wanted to um, you know be sedated then yeah sure they helped me but if i wanted to um live life fully and to experience myself fully no there's no way they could have helped me um, but
0: yeah, and so I don't remember where I was going with that. Um, uh, let, let, but, let me, let me question. Okay. Okay. Man, you just said it, you said so much there that, mm-hmm. I aggr- that I agree 100%. I mean, we're on, it's like we're on this frequency that's just identical, yeah. okay? First of all, I agree, you know, they come up with like alcoholism, mm. okay? The word alcoholism, you know, first it's a disease and, and I agree. Scientific studies and research are usually, they have an agenda to prove whatever the product is right. So it's almost like a marketing uh, strategy to make you convinced that it works, okay? So be careful of all scientific research institutions and studies, be very careful because they all have an agenda and they all hire all the scientists and researchers mm-hmm. to make the product look great. All right, right. And and I agree. We uh, there are so many life-saving uh, pharmaceutical products out there yeah. that save our lives. I agree one hundred percent. So we're not te- we're not here telling you don't take your meds, don't do this, don't do that. I think both Darcy and myself are here to say, do your own research, please. Absolutely. You know, be your own advocate, please. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. see, what happens in society, this is what I come to understand throughout all these years, is that everyone trusts authority, yeah. which authority is a made-up thing. Be your own authority. Like, everybody trusts doctors. There's, man, there's some bad-ass doctors, bad doctors out there, bad psychiatrists, bad counselors, bad therapists, yeah. bad sci- bad people out there so research take your time there's so much on the internet back when i was young you know back back when i was young we didn't even have the internet when i first came into the program here's an example when i first came into this program of alcoholics anonymous okay uh, 38 years ago society labeled me they diagnosed me Mm -hmm. now here's here's society which first of all uh The word alcoholism started back in the 1800s, I think by a a gentleman, Benjamin, uh, I think it was Benjamin Rush, start back in the 1800s. So they labeled me, society labels me a disease and they they promoted indoctrinated society with this disease. Mm -hmm. And now everybody's saying, oh, he has a disease. He's called an alcoholic, he's an alcoholic. So we're getting back to labels too. So yep. not only are they diagnosing me and, and I come in and I'm saying, I, I sit in a meeting and say, Oh, my name is Bobby. C. am alcoholic. I am alcoholic. You know, here, yeah. here, here, here's here somebody else diagnosed me. So be careful who's diagnosing you. And the other yeah. thing is dis-ease, dis ease, D I S disease. ease, 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 disorder. It's out of order. So I'm coming. I'm coming to understand it. Yes, my body may be out of order, and yes, I might be at at, at disease with my body, mind, and spirit. Yeah, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, people, be careful of the professionals, okay? Because the so-called professionals go to certain schoolings and colleges, and they're trained to believe and to yeah. agurgitate out what they're taught. To buoy by who? You know, yeah. by who? So be careful, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we're saying. So getting back to that, yeah, big farm, big pharma. Yeah. Watch out because it yeah. side effects. Yeah. A lot of people, I'm 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 dealing with somebody right now. A lot of these mood stabilizers from bipolar, a lot of the mood stabilizers watch out for the side effects because you're going to go, you're going to have some side effects and you're going to go to a doctor and the doctor, you're not even going to say, the doctor may say what meds you're on. You may not even mention that you're on those meds. Okay. And the doctor might say, oh yeah, what meds are you on? And I'll take that. But the doctor never checks out really. Usually the side effects of these meds, which are causing all these other things, what they're doing is they're doing all these other tests and they're coming up with all these other ideas. So you're going down a rabbit hole, so be careful. And it may take you years if you're not really uh, self-seeking, if you're not really like checking things out and researching for yourself. You could Mm -hmm. be in a lot of trouble and these doctors could be diagnosing you with something else that's not not the problem. And then they're putting you on another med that's creating another side effect. And and the counter uh, reactions with the two medications there, there might not even have been studies on them yet.
1: Right, right. And yeah, I mean, it's so important whether you're going to choose to take meds or not take meds or whatever. Um, you you, you have to do your, your research because when I was first prescribed meds by my um, family doctor, which in my opinion, family doctors shouldn't be prescribing medication um, like that. Shouldn't be prescribing psych meds. Um, And so anyway, I was prescribed uh, Xanax and Lexapro. And I remember, you know, I asked about side effects because I've never been a pill popper. Like in my dad's, my dad's even, you know, a doctor, but like if we got sick growing up, it was like drink some orange juice, go to sleep. Um, That was, and that's not terrible advice. You know, sleep is great for for getting better. Um, But yeah, so I wasn't a pill popper, but this doctor prescribing these medications, it's always like, okay, well tell me the side effects. And I think all she said was with, um, Lexapro that it could cause weight gain, and that's all she said. And you know, cut to, I mean, I I was a you know a Google fanatic, and and I you also have to have balance with that because there's there's like some you know nutty people out there who are acting like they know what they're talking about with with meds, and they may not. It may just be their experience. It may not be your experience. So you there's all kinds of you need to have discernment when when you're you're researching for yourself as well. And, um, but I, I researched a ton and thank goodness I did because, you know, I came up with, you know, all kinds of information that my doctor, you know, may have not heard about, you know, and, um, and I certainly wasn't communicated, um, with about this information. And so, you know, maybe some withdrawal symptoms or some side effects that, normally aren't seen, but I was, I was experiencing, you know, was validated by this information, you know, and I was very picky about where I got that, that information from, you know, I had my favorite resources, but, um, yeah, it's so important that you, you do the research and listen to your body, believe your body. It's, it's my, um, strongly held belief that your body does not lie and it cannot lie. Now we may not, um, be real skilled in, um, you know, being able to interpret what our body is saying all the time, especially if we've been disconnected from our body through trauma, or in my case, um, you know, I was disconnected from my body and listening to my body from trauma, but also through psych meds, which the whole psychiatric process was trauma for me. But if you're disconnected from your body, then, you know, you, you know, you've got, that's part of your work you've got to do is getting reconnected to your body. And, Believing your body, and the way I, I put it in a post one time was that your body is like an infant's cry. It, it's incapable of a lie. Now, you may not, if, as like a young mother or young father, you may not um, know exactly what your baby is saying through their cries, but through being with your, your, your child, through trial and error, through um, in, intuition, all of those things, you learn what it is and you pay attention and you listen you don't neglect it you don't go lock your baby in a closet you know and we shouldn't do that with ourselves you know even if we're like I don't know what this symptom is you know I'm having like these these like weird like twitches or my hand is is shaking or my tongue is moving or I'm having these suicidal thoughts that I never had before I was on these psych meds get curious be compassionate toward yourself stay open and and find some people who can support that exploration is is my recommendation. Yeah,
0: beautiful, uh, beautifully said. And yeah, I agree uh, totally. Just to remind the audience that this is a deprogramming podcast. This is Anonymous Addiction Deprogramming Podcast. And when I say deprogramming, I'm talking about we are in this podcast, or not in this podcast too, we're we're talking about some controversial stuff that maybe is Mm -hmm. against the stream a little bit. And that's, That's what this podcast is all about. It's it's about the power of choice. Yeah, It's about taking responsibility for ourselves. Okay. And just to let the audience know that I left the 12-step program of Alcoholics Anonymous years ago, and uh, I fully believe that it's cult-like. It is a cult, I believe, cult mentality. And I do podcasts about that, uh, many, many podcasts Mm -hmm. that describe it step by step but um when i say it's a deprogramming podcast it's a reprogramming podcast because we can reprogram our minds we can reprogram we can rewire our dna i mean that's possible through this this beautiful thing and it's you know this shadow work is to to bring the unconscious to the conscious level, mm-hmm. the unconscious, not the subconscious, because the subconscious is a little different. You know, repetition—we get—we get brainwashed through repetition over and over. Listen mm-hmm. to the commercials, the commercials, the media, society—what we're being told over and over and over again. A lot of things are lies and they're not true. So be careful—the subconscious, subliminal messaging that we get constantly through repetition. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh let me when did you first um when were you first diagnosed by a I was diagnosed uh
1: in I think um 2016. Um I believe that's when I was first diagnosed with anything. I was having what I believe to be panic attacks at the time. And I have had actual panic attacks, but part of it was also just, and oh, I don't want to say just, but it was trauma coming up. And I have what are called body flashbacks. And so it's like, not like I'm having a hallucination. Um, I might have, you know, little specks of memory that are, that are kind of coming up in a visual way, like in a foggy way in my mind. But a lot of it's just, my body is it's almost like I'm pantomiming my story. Um, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, like protective uh, movements that my body does uncontrollably. You know, I could probably like keep it from doing it, but um, I try not to let not to do that. And let my body do what it needs to do. Tell me what it needs to do. Um, and those have calmed down a lot. Um, I'm working with the trauma specialist, and she knew exactly what to do with all of that. Um, but nobody really, nobody else really did or even knew what they were um, for you know, four years or so. It was ridiculous. But yeah, I I was having those. Also, just um, a lot of anxiety. Um, And it's like that, um, you know, I've I've had, you know, I've been anxious, anxious about, you know, maybe an event I have to do tomorrow or something like that. But this was like that anxiety that is in your freaking core that is like deep, deep down. And if you've experienced it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you may not. But it's like, it's, it's like attached to my being. And, and that's part of what I'm working on right now is, is seeing what that's all about. And a lot of it was because I wasn't, you know, I went through trauma, it was I was fragmented and then didn't really have a safe place to talk talk about that growing up. And so um, that coupled with um, some developmental trauma and then also just societal programming, different, you know, um, you know, religious traumas, if you want to call it that, religious programming, well, all of that stuff, um, you know, kind of just, you know, messed me up. And I had that just deep mm-hmm. down anxiety. I also had some depression because I sen- essentially had to um, make myself small in order to survive. I had to um, um, split off parts of who I was in order to, to be okay. Um, because now I'm coming into my full bloom, I feel like. and. What I, mean, I have so much compassion for that little girl that I was, because she knew, she knew, like, lay low, because, um, you know, I was I was terrified of being abandoned, of being rejected, and some of those, those fears, they were just little kid fears, that was wisdom, that was wisdom, um, those spiritual wisdom that that child had to wait until there was a safe time that I could contain all of her, because now I have been um, there. I've experienced a ton of rejection these past two years from friends, from family, from acquaintances. And um, so all of that was coming up when I was diagnosed, um, et cetera, et cetera was coming up. And I was diagnosed, yeah, about five years ago uh, with, with, well, they didn't diagnose me with bipolar, but they were fine with giving me bipolar medication. You know, it like I look back, and that's what you get. You know, an antipsychotic, a mood stabilizer, antidepressant, and some anxiety meds. Like, yeah. and, and yeah. maybe something on top. Yeah. Just, 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 yeah,
0: just get, you know, just throw out a cocktail and uh, yeah, throw it against the wall, and you know, hey, yeah. see you later. And uh, yeah, that's uh, how about can you relate to like? Uh, I, well, first of all, for me, anxiety is fear. I've had panic attacks. Yeah. And it always was uh, through overwhelmness and uh, overwhelmness and fear. Yeah. And control. Yeah. Control, fear, overwhelmness, and not letting go. You know? And um, anxiety is, I think it's, well, I know it's, it's a normal thing. Mm hmm in life i mean yeah if 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 people don't feel anxious about something then i don't even know then you're not feeling i guess no
1: you might be a psychopath yeah (laughs) Yeah,
0: you're not feeling but (laughs) yeah you know um getting back to the energy it's almost like the energy is is constricted Mm -hmm. inside you yes or me i'm saying me yeah it's constricted and it's it, it needs to be let out. And that's, yeah. I, I uh, just posted something the other day because there's certain techniques in breathing that I mm. I, I, I like to do. And I do yeah. it all the time when I feel like I'm going and controlling so much. Even though I know we have to do plans. We have to plan things. We have to do things, set things up. Sometimes procrastination just creates the anxiety. You know? And yeah. sometimes yeah. doing too much creates the anxiety. Uh, sometimes, you know, you do enough and let it go and uh, hope for the best. And, you know, sometimes that's difficult. I'm dealing with all that right now. Okay. Yeah. You know, right yeah. at this, uh, in this week, uh, I've been dealing with this. And so I practice it. It's a, for me, it's a practice. And uh, you get better at it as practice, hopefully, because I'm not really that great at it after all these years, but I'm, I'm a lot better and I'm aware of it. Yeah. So becoming aware is a is a biggie you know becoming yeah becoming aware of these things about ourselves about society and about life and about the 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 chase always chasing the material yeah we have to be not we i have to be careful um i'm I'm always seeking this balance of money success achievement Mm -hmm. and all this other bullshit maybe i i believe it's bullshit but Mm -hmm. maybe it's not you know i don't know what's bullshit to me ain't bullshit to somebody else right right but, uh you know I'm, I'm getting to find out that this money thing you know versus this awareness thing so maybe, mm-hmm. we, maybe we can go right into that that word that we were talking about uh which as soon as we say it people are going to define us what they know and their reality is with the word spirituality okay yeah so what do you what do you uh
1: um yeah it's it's interesting and, I, and this is just the first thing it pops up hopefully it'll it'll go somewhere but um you know i i occasionally share with my um followers like what i'm reading and not necessarily trying to promote it i don't get any cuts or anything like that it's just like hey this is like i love books and i like books to be recommended to me and um i'm reading a book called the alphabet versus the goddess and it's not necessarily what it sounds like um you know but somebody somebody like um saw it and he was like you know from the review it sounds like spiritual hogwash and I was like he must have not read the description I don't even know I I mean who knows it may have been a knee-jerk reaction but I was like it's it's more of its history it's just talking about um you know the evolution of of man and and talking about language and symbolism and um you know feminine versus you know masculine energy and and the mind versus the body and like all these um like the the polarization of of things and and the effect on society and it's like more of like a you know sociology type of book um and it's really interesting um but you know he was the only one who kind of like kind of shed on this thing which you know he can have his opinion it's fine but he was like um that sounds like um mystical uh hogwash or something is what he said mystical and i was like you know i consider myself a mystic um i also um i don't go to church um anymore but i was heavily churched but i haven't thrown it all out i still i still believe in um like christ but not in the way that i used to and i look at all of that through a very different lens um the best teacher that probably i agree with the most on on um his take on christ christianity is richard Rohr. um amazing guy um but yeah and so I looked at this guy who, who, who said this thing about the, um, you know, mystical hogwash and he had like a cr- uh, cross emoji, um, in his bio. I just want to, you know, I think he had, had a private account. Most of the people who talk shit usually do, um, usually, um, pretty cowardly. Um, and, you know, I just kind of let it go. Cause I'm very, um, uh, conscious about where I place my energy and I could have, you know, I could have, bitch slapped him um, into affinity um, with with, um, you know, some words and proving him wrong and all that. Like, I'm pretty good at that. But I'm like, nah, like that's old. You let it go. And so I I just let it go. But I was like, that's interesting because I did want to ask him, OK, well, you know, you seem to think like being a mystic is, is bullshit, but mystic is, is basically just realizing that there is a spiritual world, that we are spiritual beings. And, you know, there's all kinds of flavors, you know, um, of, of mystics, of spiritual people. Um, and I was like that, you know, I was thinking, that's interesting. You have a cross emoji and you don't believe, like, you don't, you're not down with mystic- mysticism. I'm having a hard time saying that word, being a mystic. Um, and I just thought that was interesting. I just wanted to feel like, you know, you know, Christ was, was a mystic. And, you know, if you, if you you know, do believe in the Bible, which I see, there's a lot of assumptions here, but I assume that he does. If he has this cross emoji, um, on his bio, then, you know, do you believe in the Holy spirit? Do you believe that spirit is, is with us and that, you know, um, spirit is, is, is God is all in is in all God is in nature, you know, that's, I mean, it's straight from like the Bible. And I was just like, that is so interesting that there's, there's so many people that yes, they, they, they love to, um, you know, uh, make religion work for them, or they like to, um, feel comfortable in a system yet they still don't, they don't want to um, really grasp or, uh, connect with, like spirituality or being a mystic, and I just thought that was that was so interesting. So that's I, I don't know if you want to piggyback that or you have any questions, but that's just what what came up for me when you you asked that question.
0: No, I I can uh, anything you talk about, I can piggyback on. Believe it. Uh, uh, yes, this is what I do. If you, look, viewers, you know, don't forget to subscribe to Anonymous Addiction. And if you're coming on Facebook, don't look for any debate from me. Don't look, don't look for any argument from me because I don't do that shit. I ain't arguing nothing. You want to believe what you want to believe? Go ahead. Believe if you want to learn a little bit more, look, when I look at a meme, when I look at a meme, you know, somebody will look at a meme and and see one word in there instead of going deeper into the message, they'll even kill the messenger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't kill the messenger. Look, Jesus had a message. Buddha, uh, you know, we're all gurus. Me personally, I believe we're all students. We're all teachers. We're all Christ. We're all Jesus. We're all Buddhas. We're all God. We're all gurus. Okay, that's what I believe. I believe I'm God. Okay, so take it or take it or leave it. It doesn't matter. I believe everything's God. We're all God. It's all, you know, it's all there. Atheist, look, you want to be an atheist, you want to be a label, label yourself a, atheist, label yourself agnostic, label yourself whatever you want to label yourself. Look, I'm, I'm I still grow. I don't follow nobody. See, when I check out Eckhart Tolle's stuff, I don't go to his retreats. I don't give him any money. I don't send nothing in. I listen to Eckhart. I bought his book. I did buy his book, uh, The Power Now and, and The New mm-hmm. Earth. And you know what? I got a lot out of it. I got a lot out of it about the pain body, which is the trauma inside our bodies and how Mm. how the people, the people that are so close to us that have the longest history, the ones with the longest history touch the pain body the most. Okay. They're the ones that can push our buttons like this. And our buttons is our job Mm. to be healed. You know, we need to heal our, buttons, you know, our, but the pain body is real. So I like, I like, I like to listen to people. Oh, People, I posted something about OSHA uh, the other day on Facebook and somebody said, uh, do you know, it, 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 OSHA was a cult leader? And I said, back, I said, yeah. I got I the same thing. Yeah. Well, I, I said, you know thing. what? I hate to say it, but it, it is a cult because the people made it a cult. Yeah. He, he didn't. OSHA told him, he said, don't follow me. He said, you're all fools. You're fools. You follow. Mm-hmm. You're following people. I'm over here trying to tell you. And uh, uh, Christy murray said the same thing. He used to tell his audience, "These are fools. You follow. It's all inside of here. Mm-hmm. It's all here. Don't follow me. You know. Right. Just because." And 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 OSHA oh, didn't even believe in materialistic stuff. But they 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 think refused not to give them money. Mm. They refused not to give them money. They kept on giving, and. But, so I don't follow people I look I, I believe in mentors and I look up to a lot of people yeah. a lot of people aspire yeah. me but I don't go around following I don't have leaders and stuff like yeah. that but I do take a little bit of this take a little bit of, of is I make it my own so mm-hmm. that's what this that's what my my anonymous addiction at my truth about AA is Bobby CCs at private group is all about to create your own program right create your own programming. Okay. Yeah. Create your own, whatever, you know, because if it's meant to be, it comes from me. Yeah, know.
1: absolutely. And I worked, I work the same way with, with my clients, with, um, with liminal. Um, and it's, I, I call it like a co-exploration um, process. Like we are co-explorers, like no doubt, you know, most of the people coming to see me um, are stuck within mainstream mental health and and they they want other choices, other options, want to work with me and and know what I know, Um, you know, and some of it is stuff I've grasped from other people. And then some of it is um, just things that I have I cultivated on my own, I, I put a spin on something, or I created a, you know, an entire, like new modality. And I'm happy to share all of that with people. Some things will work, some things won't, some will work for a little while, and then it's time to move on. And that's the thing is like, I really want to promote um, people to continually come back to themselves. Like, what is it you need? What is it you want? And it may look differently than what I need. We're, we're different human beings, different experiences, different backgrounds. We're, we have different paths. We may be going different ways. We may be walking here together for a little bit, and then we may we may separate. And that's it's all okay. Um, but I I encourage people to be open, be curious, and be. Com- passionate towards yourself and other people um, because we just are where we are, you know, and um, nobody else is gonna to walk your path. Nobody can. And so while, you know, my kids are are some of my best teachers, you know, sometimes they do have like this wisdom that they just tell me. And then sometimes it's me doing that shadow work because they're great mirrors. You probably, you probably know this. Um, they're great mirrors for us. And very often, what is going on in my innerverse is what is happening um, with one of my children. And I'm like very frustrated with them. And I'm like, oh man, like that's what's going on with one of my wounded parts. So it helps me to come back to me. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I do, I love the apprenticeship model. And I have a couple of people that I, I'm working with casually who are kind of my mentors. And they will be for a time. And then I'll probably move on. You know, the the best mentors, the best teachers are not somebody who keeps you connected to them because that's codependency. Again, it's, it's like, hey, no, like, you know, what you know inside and I'm going to keep redirecting you back to that. Um, And it's not a short process. I don't have like um you know here's six steps to overcoming bipolar it doesn't work that way it just doesn't um a lot of it's going with the flow and um you know seeing what each individual needs and wants, and then eventually they won't need me anymore and they'll move on and they'll help somebody else in some way maybe not do what I'm doing exactly but they will um you know, uh, share what they've learned and they will, they will breathe life into somebody else into this world. That's kind of the idea.
0: It's so beautiful, beautifully said again. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, you know, audience, some of you may be, you know, I, I just, I just was thinking about this today. Be careful of the recreational drug use that you use today, please. It's not like it was years ago. Years ago, it was, you know, it was it was pure stuff. Okay, watch out for the recreational drug use that you're picking up because it could have that fentanyl that is yep. killing a lot of people. Okay, so you don't know what you're using today. You're going out there and you're taking you're taking it's like Russian roulette. So be yep. careful of that. Okay, I'm not saying you know I believe in harm reduction in a sense. That you know, that that you know, in a in a way, I, I personally believe the best choice. This is for me, okay, and millions of others, not just me, but millions of others. I believe I don't I don't use alcohol and I don't use pharmaceutical drugs unless there's a drug that needs me to keep me alive or something like that. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't drink or drug. I don't use tobacco today. That's just for me today, okay. Yeah. That's just my choice. I believe that is the most holistic, easiest way for me. Yes. It's so less complicated.
1: <laughs> That's right. It, it really is. It really is. And like, again, like I don't, I don't drink anymore. And it's, you know, I, I had a really bad experience the last time I did. My heart rate went up um, like 30 beats a minute, which I rest pretty low around 60. And so it went up to 90. So I still wasn't in like danger range, but um you know, and I was, I don't recommend this at all, but I was, you know, using alcohol when I was tapering off of psych meds. Um, not a good idea. I would say don't do it, but, um, but also don't just cold turkey alcohol without any, um, help either. Um, I think those are pretty like, you know, pretty much mainstays with everybody. Like, don't, don't do that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, like it just, it, it became, it's not like it's bad or good. Like, it just isn't good for me. Like the the alcohol, um, you know, I still have an inclination to not want to like sit with feelings, um, because I know that those feelings are attached to some of my wounded parts who have um, memories of some some pretty terrible things that happened. And I, you know, and I, I would love to neglect those things and ignore them, but I know myself, and so I I don't I don't drink for that purpose. Um, I tried I tried weed once, and it was not a good. I mean, I essentially. Um, I dissociated big time, I think probably bordering on psychosis. Um, And I knew deep down, like I got the message a long time ago from, I believe, like spirit um, source, God, whatever you want to call it. um, And like not, not to, to, to do weed for me. And again, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I had a a good friend who didn't really want a, um, a sponsor with, with N.A., um because he knew the vibe and you you've probably seen this bobby like we're um you know you can't really brag on being um you know drug free sober whatever if you're still smoking weed which i think is bullshit. bullshit um because it was harm reduction for this guy he he got off meth and i didn't realize that cuz he was like yeah i'm still using still using and then i, was, I realized he was talking about weed And I just like, it still brings up a lot of emotion because I was like, well, you know, F those guys, that's amazing. You are amazing that you got off of meth and you're only on weed, you know? And then we talked about weed and he was like, well, I do think it's kind of like messing me up, kind of making me have like some delusions and, and some hallucinations and things like that. And, and so I didn't judge him, but I was like, okay, do you hear yourself talking? Like, is this advantageous to keep smoking weed? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's better than being on meth, and you deserve a medal for this, um, but is this good for you? And he's like, yeah, okay, okay. So we, we approach it with compassion and balance, and it's, um, for some people, they can smoke weed occasionally, and it's fine, or maybe beneficial for them, but again, it's it's not what matters to this person or that person or any organization um it's like what what matters for you what feels good in your body um you know and it's not a you're bad or you're good if you smoke weed or use alcohol it's just like what what helps you and what hurts you you know it comes back to that
0: exactly yes so we're not look I'm not an advocate for any program, any modality, any one person, any organization. I don't advocate anything. Choose your own. Do whatever you want to do. Look, if harm reduction works for you, Sinclair yeah. method works. If uh, MAT, uh, medical assisted treatment, you know, moderation yeah. therapy, uh, smart recovery. I don't care where it is. Recovery Dharma. Go wherever you want to go. Check it out. Yeah. It's your life. You're in control right. of your life. I hate to tell you, you're responsible for your life. I hate to tell you. Good you know, and bad news. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good news. Sometimes you know because you go yeah. in Alcoholics Anonymous and you want to give your, give your, will, and your life, over to someone else's care, for life. That don't sound very promising to me. No. You know, so be very careful who's taking over your responsibility it's up to you if it's meant to be it's up to me uh what else do we want to wind down why don't we tell the people people's uh again how to get in contact with you because this was this was this was a wonderful podcast for me
1: yeah um so basically as far as social media goes um it's it's just instagram right now um and so um i've got a um one account that's red river riding Hood. And that's my main account, um, and then I've got a, a smaller account that that um, is Liminal Mental Health, and um, just got some finishing touches um, for my website, which will eventually be, um, I believe. Um, uh mental health or what is it liminal i can't remember what it is i think it's liminalmentalhealth.com i think is what it is but it doesn't matter cuz you if you go there now there there will be nothing um because it's it's not published yet but um yeah so liminal mental health is my um organization um and right now i offer uh, one-on-one mentorships for people who are diagnosed who are um symptomatic um who are interested in in maybe getting off medication. And now I don't do med tapers. I'm not qualified to do that. Could get in a lot of trouble for doing that. Um, But I can um, help you uh, self-advocate with your doctor, bring up some things uh, with your doctor that um, maybe your doctor wouldn't bring up. Um, Because I've been through it, I've done it. I've I've been off psych meds for a year and I'm healthier than I've ever been um and then we can we can do a lot of other types of work nervous system regulation work some inner child work some shadow type work um and you know and if you're just looking for options and choices again like i've I've been through this and I've I've gone through so many different kinds of modalities and we can we can shop around for things that work for you. Um, so on and on um, with the, the one-on-one mentorships. And then I've also had people come to me looking for options, like caregivers looking for options for their loved ones who are just stuck in mainstream mental health, like in and out of the psych ward, and they're just like, what can we do? And so we we come up with plans, options, um, solutions there. And then my very first client was actually a naturopath doctor um, who came to me looking for um, some creative solutions with a client or who with a patient who was on um, uh, many medications, so a, a polyform, polypharm case. Um, and you know, this doctor knew I've, I've been through it and knew that I, I, I got myself out of a, a pretty big mess. And so I added that to the list of people that I serve. Um, so any providers looking for creative solutions as well, um, um, you can um, go to my Instagram page, Red River Riding Hood or Liminal Mental Health, and you can book a, um, an appointment through my bio. There's a link there and it's just, it's real easy, but soon there will be a website and more information.
0: Well, take it all in, ladies and gentlemen, or peoples, peoples. Listen, we're all human beings being human. We're dealing with all these feelings, all these emotions, yep. you know, and uh, sometimes the easier, softer way is to cover them up. And that could be a good thing for a while, you know, uh, that, could, that could be actually saving you. So uh, just check us out. And uh, it was so nice to listen to Darcy today and we're going to uh, sign off. Don't forget to subscribe to anonymous addiction. Take care, Darcy. Say bye. Thanks for having me. Bye bye.